0: I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Congressional Hispanic Caucus wants Immigration and Customs Enforcement to release all migrants in detention facilities for fear that they could catch the COVID-19 virus in the facilities. Recently, members of the Congressional Hispanic Caucus held a telephone news conference about the issue of releasing all migrants in detention facilities. The telephone conference included the chairman of the Hispanic Caucus, uh, Joaquin Castro of San Antonio, Congresswoman Silvia Garcia of Houston, and Alejandra Ocasio-Cortez of New York. Here's some excerpts from that news conference Congressman Joaquin Castro opened the news conference. ICE must release all
1: low-risk detainees now before any lives are lost. Experts have described these detention centers as quote-unquote tinderboxes, and a coronavirus outbreak could be very deadly. We're also asking that ORR swiftly and safely place children in homes. Children do not belong in detention during this worldwide of the Trump administration, the Department of Homeland Security has ramped up the use of ICE detention facilities to hold immigrants unnecessarily. Many who are trapped in detention are low-risk and low-priority detainees, folks who are just waiting for a court date or for their case to be processed. Some of these immigrants are medically vulnerable and are highly at risk of becoming seriously ill in ICE custody. Now, in the midst of this coronavirus crisis, Our federal government is choosing to ignore advice from public health experts and doctors by continuing this mass detention. At the beginning of March, immigration advocates and CHC leaders called for the release of detainees. We knew even then that ICE would not be able to contain or address a coronavirus outbreak in a detention facility, and that such an outbreak would surely infect multiple detainees that ICE was not prepared to care for. An infection like this, which may already be happening will easily overwhelm a detention facility and its local health system. The risk of keeping these immigrants unnecessarily in detention is too great. Their lives and the lives of ICE employees is at serious risk. Instead of heeding these warnings, the Trump administration simply didn't respond. They continued to place people in detention and conduct enforcement in American communities. ICE even put out a notice requesting 40,000 face masks that doctors and healthcare workers need desperately right now to continue carrying out enforcement, even though enforcement in the current pandemic undermines public health. At the same time, calls from immigration advocates, attorneys, and doctors grew louder. Hundreds and then thousands called for the release of these migrants. Now, there are at least four confirmed cases of immigrants in custody who have coronavirus, and five ICE facility employees who have tested positive. That was as of yesterday. Immigrants are staging peaceful protests and hunger strikes to be released out of concern for their lives and subpar detention conditions. And ICE has responded with pepper spraying, beatings, and solitary confinement. These horrific and inhumane conditions are happening right now here in our country. Thankfully, we've seen some judges order the release of just a handful of vulnerable immigrants in custody. It also appears that ICE may be quietly releasing a few immigrants in some detention facilities, but this simply isn't enough. And I frankly don't understand why ICE is not taking the necessary steps to reduce their detention numbers. Just last week, we saw Attorney General Barr announce that he had issued new recommendations to the Federal Bureau of Prisons to explore releasing certain at-risk prisoners to home confinement in order to reduce the overall prison population. Attorney General Barr said that would work to, quote, identifying vulnerable prisoners who would make more sense to allow to go home to finish their confinement, unquote. It doesn't make Says that the federal government would be releasing people from prisons but won't do the same for ICE detainees. Remember their detention is a civil matter not a criminal one. They're being detained to essentially ensure they complete their immigration process or go in front of a judge. Every day that ICE slow walks their response to the coronavirus means they're choosing to risk thousands of lives who are in detention and we've seen the spread, the similar spread Areas, The cruise ships, for example, um, we've seen the situation that's going on now with the USS Roosevelt uh, and other confined spaces where it becomes very dangerous for the people who are detained in those spaces, who are kept in those spaces. And so we're here to ask ICE and the Trump administration to release these detainees. With that, I want to turn it over to my colleague from California, Congresswoman Linda Sanchez.
2: Herman Castro and I want to thank the fellow members of the Hispanic Caucus, the ACLU, and National Immigration Justice Center for our continued advocacy on what is just a horrifically frightening issue. Um, we are here to ring the alarm bell because, in the middle of this national health emergency, the administration is letting a very vulnerable population. atop a virtual powder keg. Um, As uh, Chairman Castro mentioned, um, detainees, guards, and ICE personnel are all in a vulnerable situation because you have the exact set of circumstances that the CDC and public health experts are warning and cautioning against, um, which is a large group of people contained in a very small environment, and yet the White House chooses to ignore this situation. Um, not only as if that wasn't bad enough, um, the conditions in these detention centers have proven in the past that there is a lack of appropriate medical care, and this puts Migrants at an increased risk for contracting what is a very deadly um, virus, the COVID-19 virus. So, as I'm sure you can imagine, and if, if an outbreak were to happen in a detention facility, that's just like dry tinder. It would just spread through that facility like wildfire. Um, so that's why more than a week ago, Chairman Castro and I uh, wrote a letter um talk about this set of circumstances and how dangerous it was. And this is before any known coronavirus cases among ICE staff and detainees were even reported. Now, the chairman mentioned um, that as of yesterday, there were four confirmed cases of COVID-19 among detainees and five confirmed cases among detention facility staff. Well, as of last Thursday, there were also three confirmed cases among children in ORR custody. Um, and those are just the number of known cases. And as we've seen with coronavirus, for every known case, for every person that has tested positive and is known to have it, there may be hundreds or thousands uh, that they've come into contact with that have the virus as well. They just don't know it either because they're asymptomatic or because they haven't been tested and positively identified as having the virus. So, you know, this is just... a uh, very preventable uh, crisis, and we're trying to ring the alarm bell, and that's why I'm so gratified that so many from the press are on this call to raise awareness and bring attention to this issue, because folks in these detention centers can't take the kind of precautions that we can to avoid coming into contact with the virus. They, you know, don't have the capacity to do frequent hand washing or to avoid close contact with others because they're, into these detention facilities in very close proximity to other people. So we, you know, and and on top of that, if there are migrants that have underlying health issues like diabetes or respiratory disease, um, that makes them further at risk um, for spread of coronavirus and contracting something that is um, potentially very Actions are taken. So we believe that ICE should shrink the number of uh, people in detention down to only those individuals to whom they think and, and can demonstrate pose a threat to public safety. Um, but the overwhelming majority of people who are currently in ICE detention don't, number one, they don't. Their hearings have relatives here in the United States and family members that they can be released to with monitoring to make sure that they don't get a free pass, um, but to make sure that they're not put in a condition where they could contract a deadly virus. There are many alternatives to detention that ensure that we know where these folks are and we can track whether or not they show up for their immigration cases. Um, If we were to do this and reduce the number of people in detention to only those who pose a threat to public safety, um, we can have a sort of uh, humanitarian-type parole as an alternative to detention Um, Unlike the Federal Bureau of Prisons, because Chairman Castro also mentioned that certain federal prisoners are being released, um, folks that are vulnerable and highly susceptible um, are being released from federal prisons. And unlike the Federal Bureau of Prisons, ICE has complete control over the re- uh, the release of individuals. They have 100 percent discretion. So we really are calling on ICE to act now while there's still time to mitigate the spread of coronavirus, um, because we know that people will die if we don't take action. Um, if we're going to save lives, We have to count every life equally and not forget the immigrant community because their lives are just as important. So again, thank you to all of the press that is on this call. We hope that you will uh, sound the alarm as well so that we can essentially shame this administration into doing what they should be doing according to health experts. And with that, um, I will turn it back over to Chairman Castro. Thank you. Congresswoman. Next is Congresswoman
1: Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez from New York.
3: Thank you so much, Chairman Castro, and thank you for everyone on this call paying attention to this issue and trying to elevate it. This is a humanitarian crisis that is right here on our doorstep. Um, as you know, many of you know, I represent uh, New York City and more part in, in country or one of the hardest hit cities and so um you know this this issue is impacting our constituents single one of you, there's, there is no time. strikes at each of these locations, Bergen, Essex and Hudson County jails. And since the tested positive at Hudson and Bergen County, um, they are now only allowed out of their cells for 30 minutes a day, 30 minutes outside of the cell. Um, And that's the only time that they have in the entire day to shower, make phone calls, cook for themselves, talk to an attorney. And this is expected to last until the summer. You know, when you have conditions like these, that is not too different from um, solitary confinement. It is absolutely, you know, just a few steps away, and we cannot allow for this kind of humanitarian crisis. yeah no. Transporting minors, transporting children into an epicenter, into New York City, to, to ORR facilities as well, where we also know that the staffers who are taking care of these children have, have confirmed coronavirus cases as well. So we need to make sure that this administration has powerful access.
0: After the news conference, during a question and answer session, Steve Taylor asked members of the Hispanic Caucus about reports of a hunger strike by migrants at the Port Isabel Detention Center. Okay.
3: Your line is
0: open. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, Steve Taylor, Rear Grande Guardian. I think there's two members of Congress from Texas on the line. So perhaps uh, either Sylvia Garcia or, or Joaquin could answer this one. Uh, we're hearing that there's a, a hunger strike at the Port Isabel facility in Cameron County. We are hearing that from a volunteer that goes in there. But I obviously won't say anything about it. Do either of you know anything about what's happening at Port Isabel? Any comments on that? Hunger
2: This is Zoe Garcia. I I,
0: I don't know. I have not heard that. Yeah, this is Joaquin. No, we'll inquire, Steve, but I hadn't heard. Yeah, thanks for the heads up. Thank you. You just heard excerpts from a recent telephone conference held by the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. Stay informed with the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. I'm Mario Muñoz reporting.